The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, the original HBIC, Katie Boyd. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking boy. <laughs> I love how my guest screams for me. Thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate it. And over here is my one and only pimple on the ass of society. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, babe. Matt oh, Babine. Yes. No one, no, no one clap for him. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and in the middle is my great friend, Justine Beauregard. And I've known Hello. Justine for what, like five or six years now? Yeah. And I met years. her. She was a Zumba instructor at Katie Boyd's Misfit Club. I actually cold called you. I love when people that. cold call cold me. Call. I just called her. I was like, you know what? I feel like teaching Zumba. Do you have any space? And she was like, no, I don't. But uh, <laughs> feel free to come down. <laughs> I was and like, well, I, was like, I don't teach Zumba, but you could teach Zumba. And yeah. then I would take her classes and I would shake my ass and it was really fun. Yeah. We burned like 800 calories a class. But then I, went, then I got my Zumba certification yeah. and I was like, oh, I'm going to teach Zumba. And then I was like, I never did. Yeah. You never did. <laughs> you taught a, like one class. It was a phase. I did. I was like, eh. Yeah. I just pound. You taught I pound did. at the same time. Yeah. And then I like hurt myself so bad teaching pound because I was like teaching like seven classes a day. <laughs> I'm like, okay, guys, one more pound class. Let's get it in. <laughs> oh, it was bad, bad uh, news. But I asked Justine to be on this podcast because she is incredible. She's an author. Thank you. Check this book out, The Women Who Want It All. I read this book about probably about a year ago. You gave it to me. And yeah, I, was I like, wrote hooked. it in 2014. That long ago yeah it was like right around the time that we met actually stop it yeah and you did this just in you know your spare time I did well this was before I had kids so I was just this talking is what about you can how- achieve before you have yeah. children <laughs> you know what though it's not far off um I have to say like I wrote this before I had kids and I have people ask me all the time are you gonna write a second book and I was always like no and then I'm like you know maybe I should now that I have two kids because it's a totally different, so different perspective right it definitely is I didn't know anything about parenting when I wrote this book so mm. I still don't, but no, you, you know, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Your children are gorgeous and you're the best mother ever. Thank you. And you oh, actually hold children. I'm like, I do. I do. I hold lots of children. <laughs> People give me kids and I'm like, what the fuck do I do with this thing? I'm going to break it. No, you did great. I'm not very motherly. You're breaking my bones. You're breaking my, I could be breaking their bones and I don't even know. It really, it just comes natural. Once. Does it? Yeah, it does. I don't think so. It does. Kristen just goes, no, no, no. <laughs> I think it does. I think I've been a mother to so many people in my life. Yeah. That you're I'm, very nurturing. I'm exhausted. You know what? It is <laughs> maybe exhausting. You can, it doesn't maybe get any less exhausting. Me. No, it doesn't. Oh, I'll have more coffee and this could be a whole a whole situation. But you have some really cool news, other than the fact that you're an author. Yes. But you have some really cool stuff going on because you're you left your job. Yeah. To start your own company. Well, first of all, I want to say I know. Let's please. Thank you very shout much. Shout out, but shout out to Katie Boyd because you are a life changer. Ooh, Seriously. Tell me more. No, I know. She's like a baby. She loves a compliment. <laughs> you know, but the thing is though, you were ambitious before you knew it. Yes. And I was ambitious before I knew it. Right. And you I, didn't know what to call it. 
And there was no name for it. Well, they and did. They just called you a bitch, but it was derogatory. Yeah. And we flipped that shit around. Perfect. Yeah. And actually, the line on the back of the book, the first line says, this is the perfect book for ambitious women. So ambitious instead of ambitious. It does say that. Um, Weird, odd, very strange. But it is. <laughs> but really, like, everything that you say resonates with me. Everything? Like, literally everything. Oh, and it's wow. funny because I have shared your podcast with a lot of people. Thank you. I appreciate that. And sometimes when I share it with other moms, they go... This girl's crazy. You know, well, some of the time they just say, like... Karina's older now, you know, she does, she can say, wake up at five and like crush your goals and meditate and do Mm -hmm. all this stuff when you don't have kids. Right. And it is true. I can't get up super early, but I, I do have, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Amen. And I think one of the main things that I try to convey to people is like, you just because you're a mom doesn't mean you don't have time for self-care. It doesn't mean you don't have to like your podcast about self-care is not selfish. Yes is like a huge eye opener, even just being present. The one that you did the other day, Mm -hmm. which was all about just like being mindful and putting your phone away. And I have reached out to so many people and just said, let's grab dinner. And I put, keep my phone in my wristlet for emergencies. What do they do? They do the same thing. Oh, they do. Because I make it a point. I say like, I want to have dinner with you and I want to expand our relationship beyond Facebook, but only if you're willing to look me in the eye and have a conversation that means something. But people don't, Want, they're there with you and people will but they're say, not there with you mentally. People will say, oh, yeah, let's get dinner. Let's, you know, hang out. And then when it comes time to do that, they're not as willing. So the amount of people that have reached out to me and said, I absolutely want to do this mm-hmm. is, let's say, 25 people. And I've only seen five of them. See? Because people aren't willing to make that commitment. Absolutely. And it's scary to them. And that's another thing that you teach a lot of times is about the fear-based mindset. Yes. So before – so back up to – 2014, I was working corporate America. Yes, I remember this. Um, teaching Zumba on the side, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what I was going to do because I wanted to have kids. Right. And I had to take a real hard look at my life and say, okay, I have always wanted to be the career woman and have, you know, be a CMO. I do marketing. Yes. So be a CMO by the time I'm 40 yes. was like my main goal and retire early and do all these things. And then. I got pregnant mm-hmm. and I was like, I can't imagine leaving my baby in the hands of a stranger. Yes. And my husband wanted to stay home, but he had better benefits. Right. And I'm like, I have to be the one. Let's see how it works. So I quit my job and I started my own company, Morale Marketing in 2015. And I started growing that business. And as I grew it with my son, everyone treated me like a stay-at-home mom who like had a hobby of marketing on the side. Oh my God, this is shit pisses me off because it's a real thing. And I'm like, I'm working, like I'm waking up early. I'm putting in the hours, I'm building my company. And then I'm watching my kids all day. That's a job and it's working during naps. I'm working at night. Mm -hmm. I'm sleeping like my baby slept through the night. Like, and I was working through the night because it was important to me to have something, not only that I was proud of, but something to like show him Watch mom. Watch what I can do. Absolutely. Like, I can run a business. Mm-hmm. I can be a mom. Who is, and, can I ask you a question, though? Yeah. Who was mostly putting that on you? Was it women, other women, or was it men? It was mostly people who were jealous of me. Really? And it didn't matter the so gender. So it didn't matter really. the gender. It was just kind of like, you know, 
who is she to be able to be home with her kid and have a successful career and, you know, own a beautiful home Mm -hmm. and have all the things that she wants in life. Like they weren't willing to put in the work. And so many times like this comes up, you know, Mm -hmm. you guys have built such incredible brands around your name, but like you always say, you know, you can't compare your middle to someone's. Oh my God. Like right now, absolutely. you know, like you have been at this for 20 plus years and people come in and they think like overnight, and this is a lot of millennials too. And I'm on the upper end of the yes, millennial yes. Um, generation, but basically a lot of times I see people go and I'll talk to people who will say, I want to just build this brand and I'm going to have a hundred thousand followers overnight and I'm just going to do all this crazy (laughs) stuff. And I talk to them and I'm like, do you have a strategy? Like, how do you plan to get to that point? And they're like, well, I'm just hot and like, I'll just just use my thigh gap and just like do it. And that's great. And sometimes, you know what? Luck is involved. Like Justin Bieber was founded on YouTube and he was a kid from nowhere in Canada, you know, like, it can happen, but like that's basing your life off of winning the lottery. Your odds are so low. Like you have to take control of your life and make stuff happen. Yeah, and absolutely. as I had my second baby, it was just like, okay, so now I have two kids. I have less time. By the way, Justine has a second baby because of me. I just want to throw that out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I got pregnant the night after a sound healing at Katie Boyd's Misfit Club. Mm. And I'm I, an aphrodisiac. And she I, is. I love a good sound healing. <laughs> You know what? Because <laughs> I said to her, I said to her, I have I had been trying for like 15 months to get pregnant with my second baby, and I'm like, it, it's just not working. And we were talking adoption. I was and... like, lay right in front of this pink bowl. Yeah, lay right here. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like, I will personally serenade you tonight. And I was oh like, God. oh, okay. I was like the Shah Day of the spiritual world. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Well. I think that your son's middle name should be Katie motherfucking Boyd. It was going to be, but it was too long for the birth certificate. That's true. I had to to make some changes to Andrew, which totally was a parallel. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so true about the the whole thing with um, marketing and social media and everything. People come to me all the time that want to do like my mastermind. And they're like, well, tell me how many followers I'll have by the end of this mastermind. I'm like, first of all, I am not your social media fairy. You actually have to put in the work. You have to have, like you said, a schedule, a marketing plan. Like, what are you doing? You can't just, well, like I always say, there is a seat for every ass. So if your ideal client avatar are scumbag guys that want to look at your <laughs> boobs, then, and you have a million followers, that's going to be not what good. you do, but that's right. not who we are. Right. You know, even like though, even like though it. I do like to be a thirst trap sometimes. <laughs> you are a thirst trap all the time. Just oh. naturally. Wow. Matt has I'm feeling like, like the space is closing yeah. in I just, between you two. And Matt's boner just poked me behind <laughs> Justine's back. <laughs> Congratulations for that, by the way. Nasty. Well, it is banana. All right, Big Bernard. Go on with your question that's frivolous and means nothing. No, this is a really good question. Okay. Actually, it's a statement and I'm complimenting (laughs) Miss Justine on, but you won't let me say anything. And go. Okay. Because she doesn't want anyone to compliment but her. Yes, true. (laughs) I am a narcissist. I like it when you were talking about how the millennials think everything is going to happen overnight. Yeah. It was funny because Katie and I were talking about this this morning or last night. I forget. We talked so much. And unfortunately, and, <laughs> she was, talking, was saying everything is, they think everything is wrapped up in a half hour sitcom yeah. or a scroll. Yeah. But it's like, oh, oh, they got the beginning of the business, they have the middle of the business, and the end of the business, they're already millionaires. No, yeah. years and years and years of hard work, yeah. training, working hard. And I think that's why people get jealous because you are actually taking the actions yeah. that are pushing you in that direction. Yes. I mean, actually, this year, you wrote a book. 
Well, it's huge. I <laughs> not mean, many so, people can say so that. So many people say they're going to write a book and they never write a book. And I know how hard it is to write a book because, yeah. as you know, I've been writing ambitious. And let me tell you, like anyone that takes on a book, yeah. it's like you're a sick fuck. And writing, <laughs> I, I write the way that you wrote. Like I said to myself, I'm not just going to be a statistic of people who say that they're going to write a book and then don't do it. So I made the time every single night. You should have seen my husband because he goes, this is no longer a hobby for you. This is a business. It's, a, and like, it's an obsession. And because I said every night from dinner, this was before we had kids. So every night from dinner until 1130 at night, I wrote. That's what and I do. I didn't watch Netflix. I didn't watch Hulu. I didn't do anything like that. I sat down and I wrote yeah. and I took breaks. Like sometimes I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling inspired. I'm not feeling writing right, right now. You can't force yourself you can't to write either because that's not healthy. So that's not like, it wasn't like every night, day in and day out without question, I'm writing yep. this, but I made the time for it. And I think a lot of people don't, aren't willing to make the sacrifice. They're not willing to give up their show on Netflix to go write a book. They're not willing to give up their time, like drinking with their friends Thank to you. like live a healthy lifestyle. And even like they the moms that you it. said that, you know, you introduced the podcast to and they're like, well, she has, doesn't have little kids and all this stuff. Yeah. Those are the same people that post on Facebook all fucking day. Yes. That shop at a mall all fucking day. That so, do yeah. literally, not, and I'm not saying like all your friends are like that, but I'm just no. saying like usually And these aren't people, my friends, by the way. That, okay. Like, I mean, I share it with people either. who aren't just my friends, hey, but yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, lazy motherfuckers. Um, no, but seriously, it's so freaking true. Like people will always be like, oh, well, that's your life. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but you say that you want to live a life like I'm living, yeah. but you don't want to, like what you just said, put in- the sweat equity that it takes to get to that place. And listen, there's moms that have eight children that are running the CEOs of companies, more than one, and doing all these things and are being, you know, philanthropic and yada, yada, yada. I think as I came in here, I was saying to people like, I may look put together right now, but I smell like milk. Oh, like I have, I'm in the thick of it. I have a seven month old son and a three year old. Like Mm. there is no worse time to run a company or keep up with your household or, you know, make big changes in your life or do anything like that. But there's no good time. So you just have to do it. Like, and so many people say that, you know, you have to jump right in head first and just like hope that you're not going to whack it on the concrete. Like (laughs) so true. you have to just go for it. So one of the things, messy action. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, there's so many BS excuses for moms. Like everybody, you know, I don't have time. I read this post the other day and it infuriated me. This woman said like, you got like, she was totally playing the martyr. You guys, I haven't showered in three days because I've just been snuggling my baby because he was sick. And I just, there was no time for me to even go to the bathroom. I don't think like, that's I haven't okay. left my couch and I'm just, and everyone's like praising her. Oh my God, you're such a great mom. What a beautiful story. Like, oh, you love your kids so much. And oh I'm thinking, and I, and I look at my husband and I'm like, honey, this person has no idea. Like she has never been on an airplane where they tell you to put the oxygen mask on yourself Thank first before you. your kids. Like I struggle with that. I want to save my kids first, but like you need to make time for you. Self-care is not selfish yes. is like one of the main things you've taught me. And I go for regular massage and Love people it. will say to me all the time. They're How like, do you do it. Oh my God, like you're gonna be away from your kids for an hour. You're gonna I can't yes. believe you're gonna oh my God. I can't believe you're gonna spend your hard earned money on yourself instead of buying your kid like that toy that he wants. Oh, I'm gonna throw myself on the floor right now. And, and I'm just seizure. like and I just go like I deserve this. I work my ass off every day yeah. for my kids and myself and my husband. And but where did this come from? This like women don't deserve to like get a massage or go, yeah. I don't know, wash their asses after they have a baby. <laughs> and you know what it is? Is because some women can't see the potential of their own life 
They live in that fear-based mindset. Yes. And they care too much about what other people think. Like, if I go for a massage, then that means that I don't care as much about my baby as the woman who spends three days on her couch and never gets up to take a shower. I think it's actually, it should be flip-flopped because yeah. I think if you're not taking the time for yourself and you're not filling up your cup, you're actually not fully being the most present, awesome mom yeah. that you can truly be. Yeah. You and know? I mean, like there are times where I have like, so I work in marketing consulting. I have clients that are on the West Coast. I have clients in Canada and internationally. And when I, t when I work with them, like sometimes they have an inflexible schedule and because my schedule is more flexible, I'll take calls at seven, eight o'clock at night Yes, and I'm away from my kids or, you know, they know that I have children and I'll say, I'm happy to take a call with you at 10 AM, but just know that I have a three-year-old who's going to scream in the background and I'm, I'm deal not sorry it. about it. Yeah, like, deal with it. and they'll say, that's fine. And I'll give them like, Everything She's just that like they unapologetic. Need. I yeah. freaking love that. And I give them everything that they need and they're and I was, you know, I never say sorry for my kids yelling in the background or anything because they know that that's what you have to expect. Like and I've pre-warned you. Yeah. And <laughs> you and also they made never it a must, right? You made yeah. it a must. So a lot of the women that are like so-called criticizing you or whatever, they haven't made their business a must. Yeah. Like a, it's an idea or a someday or maybe I, I or wish it's a I, side I wish I could or you know, I really should do something, but I don't really, you know, they don't really want to. You've said, okay, I'm yeah. going to be doing this with my business. I'm going to be an unbelievable mom. I have enough. You know, I can do it all. And you know what's funny is area. like I never – so I just launched a second company this month. Yes. And I can't like, wait to talk about this. And so really exciting. getting into it. But it's funny because everyone says like, oh, it's not a good idea to run a business when you have small kids. Who says this and, I want to punch people right, yeah, in, and I'm like, in face right now. It's like infuriates me. Well, and I'm like, I there's, I felt compelled. Like the universe was sending me all sorts of signs to start this company. And I'm like, I have a seven month old. Do I really have time? Let me take a look yes. at my schedule. Yes. Let me take a look at my goals. Let me create a st strategic plan. Follow my own damn advice as a marketer. Like, mm -hmm. how am I going to get the word out? Mm -hmm. How am I going to build this? And came up with a plan and said, you know what? It's doable. And you look at people like, Okay, so you run companies, you build your brand, you have a podcast, you are a writer, yes. you do all this stuff, and we both have the same 24 hours in a day. Right. Like Matt runs multiple companies. He yes. has, like, you guys have kids. Like, mm -hmm. it's, there's, everybody has stuff going on. But people will say, well, Karina's 21 now, so you don't have to worry about her. I'm like, I've been raising her since yeah. she was 13 years old when mm -hmm. I had to teach her all like the, the girl stuff and yeah. teach her how to drive and all her proms and getting her into college. I mean, the, some of that is like the most important part and, of their lives. And even Anna's now. fragile at 13 years oh, old. Oh, yeah. God. I mean, you know, as a young Especially female. Karina. Yeah. She was. And she's a, very, she's a wonderful kid. She's very the fragile. best. I love her. But she, at thirteen, she was like fragile. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They're all. Oh my god! My I was three year old's like, going on thirteen. Going. I'm like, oh my god, what's what's your problem? It's crazy. But you know what though? It she still needs your attention. She I still needs your energy. Day. She still needs your love. Like it doesn't mean that okay. So you're not like running around with a stroller in a, a car seat and trying to lug all this stuff and doing crazy things that I'm doing, but you're doing other things. Like I'm also not running a podcast and like building mo like I'm building two businesses and raising two kids and being a wife and a sister and a daughter a and friend, you know, a friend and all these different things. And I have uh, literally my list of hobbies. I say this all the time is as long as a grocery store receipt. Yep. Like mm -hmm. I have so many aspirations. I have so many things I'm interested in. And the key is you can't. So 
the book is to the women who want it all. Yes. And that doesn't mean that you can have it all At right once. now. Absolutely. But you can have it all. Like I tell people all the time, I am not happy all day, every day, no. but I'm happy every day. Yes. Like I live a life that I've designed for myself. 100%. That makes me fulfilled and brings me joy. And are there times where I scream at my three-year-old and say, you know, stop jumping on the couch. You're going to hit your head yes. or, you know, don't poke your brother in the eye or mm -hmm. whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you know, we're all in it. We're all doing it. We're all making it work. We all have different circumstances. And I don't like the keeping up with the Joneses mentality that everyone has of like, well, you have this and I want that. I, and I want that too. It's like, come up with your own damn goals. Thank like you. have your own aspirations. Stop trying to build off other people. Like use them at, to propel you, like learn from them. You know, I take the ambitious principles mm -hmm. and use them in my life, but not in the same way that you do Absolutely. or that Jill or Kristen do or anybody right. else. Mm -hmm. Like I do it the way that works for me. Right. And I'll, one of the biggest things was like right around the time that ambitious really started like coming into play. Mm -hmm. I actually stopped talking to my father and my grandparents and my best friend from high school. And it wasn't because I know nothing of that. <laughs> yeah. And, and everyone was like, I can't believe you're just going to like cut people out of your life. But it wasn't like they were reaching out to me either. Thank you know you. what I mean? It's like they weren't pushing to keep that relationship alive either. Stop and being the first one to text or the first one to call and see how yeah. real shit gets real quick. And you know what the thing is? Like I have no ill will toward them. Right. I don't I don't. It either. was just like, you know what? You don't fit into the way that I'm like running my life right now. Like I am doing things with very much intention of yes. how I'm raising my kids and the examples that I'm setting and the energy I'm surrounding and them with. And it doesn't with. mean you don't love them. And That's another I thing I wish too. you well. Absolutely. And do your thing. And, you know, whatever that is, but it just doesn't fit into my world right now. Like the Matt's conversation. Matt's looking at me. He's like, Justine's a fucking gangster. <laughs> he just gave me like the eye. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. Like, I'm like, you know. You I was like, numero uno, <laughs> ambitious <laughs> one over here. Yeah. I'm very proud. That is awesome. That See? is not easy to do. But, but yeah, you, and it's, but you know what? Awesome. It, it is easier than you think. Like I actually just said to my husband last night as I was cooking dinner, I'm standing in the kitchen and I was making something that my dad used to make for me all the time. And I said, you know what's weird? I haven't thought about my dad in like at least six months. Wow. And how weird is that? Like how sad is it that, that he wasn't even a thought to me? Mm -hmm. And like I can't imagine not being a thought in my kids' lives. But, but people think just because someone's your blood – means that they have, have to be to forever and it's you no and you no, don't no no and, no and you have your own family which right. is the actual order of things right, right. so some people are like well i have to pay attention because it's my mom and i have to do this because it's my no. dad and yeah. you're just going through motions because other people tell you that you're supposed to do that right you actually did what you were supposed to do take care of your family take care of your husband take care of your home number one taking care of you and yeah, while right? this all take was happening you first, so you yeah can take care of Absolutely. other people and while all this was happening you know i had conversations with my mom and my sister and people who were important to me and i said listen it's been gradual, but I have shifted a lot in my life, my priorities, my goals, my dreams, and the way that I conduct my own personal self. I'm not the Justine that I was when I was 15. Like I am a grown ass woman. Mm -hmm. I have different goals. I have kids now. Like I'm a different person. I'm not, I don't go to the clubs and like do all that shit anymore. Like I am a grown person. That still does. I'm in I my do. 30s. I still go to the clubs. We were in the clubs in Montreal, but go ahead. Well, you know what? The clubs are fun. <laughs> we're not. And you should make time for a night out. <laughs> but, but like really, I had those conversations and I said like, I'm not 
this isn't for me to say like, I'm going to cut you out if you don't do the same things I do, but it's like, you have to respect my boundaries. Absolutely. Here's what they are. I'm going to make it super clear to you. Like, these are the things that I'm willing to do and not willing to do. But that's what's so beautiful about you because you're like, I'm going to make this real easy for you to understand. I'm going to make it real (laughs) clear because we are not clear enough. Yeah. And then we're like, why do people treat us like this? It's like, because you fucking are not being clear to them. You have to say, this is my boundary. And if you do this this is the repercussion. Like I won't speak yeah. to you. I'm not going to go out and have lunch with you. I'm, if you know what I mean? And my, like, and my husband, is. my husband is like the best. I mean, like Matt, he's my twin flame. Yes. Like we're so connected. And when we talk about stuff, like he's, he's been ambitious his whole life and didn't even know it. See, you know, men like can be ambitious too, people. Yes. And one of the things he says to me all the I'm time is like, one, Katie. Thank you. just tell me, just tell me how you feel. Tell me what you want. Like, this is how guys think. Cause and, we don't communicate enough and with our women men. expect they don't tell, they expect. Yeah. So a lot like of you times- You should just know what I want. Like by default, you're like, I don't want this for my birthday. And then like, you really do want it. So now like the, uh, you know, my birthday was this month and my husband goes, so what do you want for your birthday? And I said, I don't, I don't want anything. And I'm like, please like, don't surprise me with stuff. Like yes. I, I really, when I say I don't want something, I'm like not I really don't like want that. it. The one thing that I do want every year for my birthday yes. is a card. I, I a want card. you to tell me what, you know, how you card. feel about me this year so I can yes. keep it as like a, you know, Memento. sentimental thing. Right. And nice. he wrote me a card. And when I happened to launch my business, my second business, um, like a week before my birthday and he brought me home flowers that day and he goes, Oh, these, these are not for your birthday. They're not a birthday (laughs) surprise. They're for your business launch. Absolutely. And he's like, and I was like, well, I wasn't expecting anything. And he's like, but I'm proud of you. And I love you. And I just wanted to bring you this gift. And I'm like, so, and I didn't post about it on Facebook mm-hmm. and hashtag best husband ever. Or oh my God. Like that. You know, by the way, I enjoyed them on my stove for a week in the little vase and I watered them and I cared for them and I smelled them <laughs> and then I threw them away. Justine, like, tell me this isn't true. The women that are hashtagging best husband ever on Instagram are going to get a divorce in five years. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're not the best husbands at all. It's actually the opposite. Yeah. It's the opposite. So tell us about your business. <laughs> okay. So. This, this is company exciting. is, you know, her second business and she's an author. I mean, no big deal. My second business. So it's called Growth Mindset Marketers. No big deal. And the, the reason why I came up with this name is because I have been working with small businesses and startups Forever. since 2008. Mm-hmm. So it's been 11 years, almost 12. And when I started my consulting business, I had a lot of trouble getting started. Like, for the first three months, full disclosure, I made $0 in okay. the first three months. And I was like, shitting bricks. Like, am I going to make this work? Is this going to really work? And I knew that I had a year to make it work. And so at the three-month mark and I made no money, I hired a coach. Good girl. And I was like, how am I going to do this? And you know what? I channeled. I was like, well, I got a job when I cold called Katie Boyd. Maybe I can cold call some other like, people and get some, some stuff going. Yes. So I called this guy and I sold him. He was my biggest client, my only client to start. Cold calling. And yep. within, and this is like old school. People don't do this anymore. They don't pick up the phone. But, oh, I do. But he picked up. I signed <laughs> I him on. And within the first three months, I made him a marketing plan. Within the first three months, he went from $3,000 of revenue a month as a side hustle to making $70,000 a month implementing everything like to a T that I told seven him. 70,000 yeah. people, not 7,000. 70,000. 
And I was like, Jesus. holy shit, I'm good at this. Like, okay, I can help people build a brand. Yes. And you know what? He referred me to somebody else. And that's how it works. I found another client th- the same way. She kept referring me to people. She's now my biggest client. That's awesome. Um, and I've grown my business. I've never had to market my own business, which was a blessing and a curse at the same time because I never had to use what I was doing to grow my stuff. (laughs) Same, same. And uh, yeah, so what I ended up doing was I had a bunch of people come to me and say, I want to work with you. I run a small business, but I don't have a huge budget for marketing. Yes. And everyone that's like offering coaching and marketing help and all this stuff is charging an arm and a leg. Absolutely. Like it's crazy. So I was like, how can I now like eight people had reached out to me and asked me for this and I didn't have anything to give them. Yeah. And I was thinking like, my time is so limited with my kids. Like how can I shift my business model and appeal to more people and offer more services without costing an arm and a leg? So I developed growth mindset marketers, which is a subscription based fully community. It's fully virtual. Hmm. So there's a private Facebook community. Love it. And that's where I go live once a week, sometimes more, um, about certain topics that are, awesome. you know, whatever is on the docket for yep. that month. So like August um, is all about creating your ideal marketing schedule. Love it. So I do video trainings. I do downloadable PDFs and workbooks. And I do this and I, and I run this community. And I have five women in it right now. Um, having just launched and they're all over the map in terms of what they do. Like one's a fitness coach, one's a a virtual assistant, um, one's a virtual bookkeeper and they're all in the group. And um, basically it's a way for them to get the tools and templates that I spent the past 11 years developing. That's thousands of dollars worth of content. Yes. And for $29 a month, which is basically it equates to 82 cents a day. If you subscribe for the year, I love it. And I'm even, I, because I'm a marketer and <laughs> you know me, I follow in Katie's footsteps. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm offering $10 off your first month yes. with code KBMFC. Love it. After this podcast. So anyone that's a small business owner or solopreneur, you can get $10 off your first Perfect. month. And I, what I really want is for people to, I want to build the community because that's what I feel is the most valuable. Like as you've built the ambitious community and people rely on each other and you have your peer groups and that's elevated you. Like Huge. I don't want to be the only one. Like I'm not going to stand on my soapbox and tell everyone how to run their businesses. Yes. And the one thing that I say to everyone that comes in that I've said to these five women so far is I'm not telling you anything you don't already know probably, but I'm synthesizing the information in a way that works for you. Absolutely. And I'm giving you actionable advice about your business in the Facebook Live. So you need to show up. Like if you're paying for this membership, then you have to commit. You have to build your business. Like I'm not here to build everyone's business. You can give people the tools, but you can't use the tools for them. Yeah, you can bring... You can't puppet master them. No, and that's not healthy. That's not healthy as a leader to always be like, what are you doing? That's not... Yeah. And you don't want someone staring over your shoulder. Like you have to be the one who says, here, here's everything you need. I will tell you how to get there. I will show you the way, You but you have to walk the trail. Absolutely. I love it. Thank you so much for doing that for all the ambitious girls and boys out there. Yeah. I know there are a lot of men. So where can people find you after this podcast? Growth Mindset Marketers. Um, There's a Facebook group to the women who want it all. Yes. Um, Growth Mindset Marketers is on Instagram. I have Morel Marketing too, but Growth Mindset's really where I want to focus. Your main platform. Yeah. I love it. So it's on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for being on. It means the world to me. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. Thank you all for listening to the Ambitious Podcast and being crusaders to the Ambitious Movement. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday. Woo! Good job. Yeah. <laughs>
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.